is it even possible to kill a social media platform or at the very least let your presence or popularity on that platform die? I'm not sure, but I definitely feel like I came close. I might have almost destroyed my YouTube channel, but honestly, it almost destroyed me first. Almost killing my YouTube channel was actually very essential for my personal growth. Let me explain. If you've been following me for a while, then you know that I go through the occasional existential crisis. You know, just your average Tuesday afternoon where you're questioning whether your life has any meaning, purpose, or value. (laughs) And yeah, that was me for most of 2021. On June 7th of this year, I posted a video simply titled, Things Are Changing. It's still there if you want a more detailed understanding of what was going through my head when I decided to make that video, but in summary, I chatted about how I sort of started a six-figure social media marketing agency, kind of by accident, and I talked about the struggles and limitations of a personal brand, especially when having so many different facets of my business and so many different sides to my interests and personality. And I shared how I struggled with being indecisive for the first time in my life, really, because normally I've been such a decisive person. And I thought I found a new way forward in that video. That's kind of what I was announcing with that YouTube video, which don't get me wrong. I made some really great decisions during this time. One being the separation between my personal brand and my social media agency, which is now called Creatorly Media, which if you listen to the show, you're probably familiar with that. Those two things had to be separated, which definitely was huge in providing my mental health a much needed break because I really had hit like this ultimate point of burnout. I took it too far and I really needed a break from work and from this idea that my own personal brand was kind of the definition of me and my success as a business owner. And it's just really not good to place your self-worth so squarely in something like business or social media numbers. But in taking this complete 180 away from what I had been doing into something totally different, I really feel like I almost killed my YouTube channel which was my biggest insecurity. And I really didn't want to think about that as a possibility, but it's pretty clear to anybody that looks back on my videos over the summer that they did not perform as well. And I'm only now starting to climb back out of that again. So back in the spring, I decided to take my personal brand in a new direction and quickly made a hard pivot away from the content that I had been making and had made me successful over the last few years because I was so miserable continuing to do the same thing. So I started making content similar to those creators I had been admiring for so long. Lifestyle creators, travel vloggers, etc. And I thought that that was going to make me happy. I thought that finally creating content just the same way that my favorite YouTubers create content would help me recover from burnout and make me excited about making videos again. But I realized that it didn't. And that's really what I want to talk about in today's podcast episode. I want to discuss what it's like to really have a huge success on YouTube and then realize that 
you're not in love with making the same content anymore or think that you don't like making the same content anymore when really it might just be burnout. And what happens when you come close to um, kind of destroying your channel by pivoting and not having your audience follow you? So honestly, this is going to be a bit of a confessional, my real honest and thoughts that I'm a little bit nervous to share, but we're going to get into it. So as always, keep on listening, my friend. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop-style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Okay, before I get back into the confessional booth and tell you everything about really what I was super insecure about over the summer and my YouTube channel, I do just want to quickly remind you that for the month of November here on the Creator Club podcast, we are running a giveaway. So if you are interested in getting a free Instagram audit, that's where we at Creatorly Media take an in-depth look at your profile and craft a custom Instagram strategy designed specifically to help you grow. You want that all for free. All you need to do is leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and everyone who leaves a review during the month of November is going to be entered into a giveaway for a free Instagram audit. Your ratings and reviews always mean the world to me, and this is my way of saying thank you for leaving a review. So even if you've left one before, I mean, feel free to write one again if you want to enter. And if you never have, then this is a really good opportunity to do so. So uh, yeah, make sure that by the end of the month, you get your review in on Apple Podcasts. And I can't wait to check out one of your Instagrams. Okay, getting back into the discussion of my YouTube channel and the struggles that I've had over the past year or so. Let's bring it all back and see if you remember me ever talking about the three-month rule. I often say that you need to try something out for three months to see if it will work. So when people come to me and they want to try a new Instagram strategy, or they maybe have started a new account, and they're not necessarily seeing the results they want, I always ask, how long have you been doing it for? Because I really, really believe that when you try something new on social media, even though we're all so conditioned to seek out these um, instant gratification, really quick results, it's important that you do something for at least a quarter of a year to see if it's going to work for you. So that's what I did. I kind of did it subconsciously in a way, if I'm honest, because when I set out to make this change back in June, I was like, this is going to be forever. I need to leave behind my old life because I was so desperate for change. And I think that at the time I thought that came from dissatisfaction with my work, but it really came from just a really intense place of burnout. 
So I never intended it for it to be a three month experiment. It just so happens that about three months later, I kind of started to come out of that fog of burnout. I think I finally started to recover enough to realize what my true passions and priorities were, but it did just happen to me and that I did end up having three months to see the results and get a sense of, of where things were going. And so through that sort of accidental three month experiment of completely changing niche and trying to pivot, here are some of the realizations that I came to. Number one, trying to chase the lifestyles you see on YouTube will always leave you feeling inadequate. It is so easy to get sucked into someone else's life on any social media platform, but I feel like especially on YouTube, there's just something about the long form vlog format that really makes you feel like a part of someone's life and it makes you feel like you can see all the different aspects to it and you can really imagine yourself living it. It can also seem perfect and glamorous, even though deep down, I know because I'm also a creator, I know that their life isn't the same that it shows up on video. But at the same time, even being a conscious consumer, it's so easy to get hypnotized by it. In my state of just complete burnout back in June. I saw lifestyle creators and vloggers living a life that seemed desirable to me, a life that included hanging out with friends, learning new things, exploring passions outside of just work. And honestly, for a long time, like this is getting kind of deep into my personal insecurities. I felt a little bit like a nerdy outcast of the YouTube world because I've seen so many cool filmmaker, travel vlogger types who have all these YouTube friends and all these fans and like really excited communities. And I always thought, oh, those people are so cool. I'm just like this nerdy girl that shares social media tips. And so I think with my past insecurity blended with this desperation that I felt through burnout, I was like you know, maybe I could be one of these cute lifestyle girlies too. I just need to make aesthetic vlogs, make my life seem really, you know, beautiful and cool and make myself seem really beautiful and cool and it'll all be better. So I tried to do that in my videos and I do think it was a bit of a fun experiment to try vlogging again and to kind of flex different editing muscles. I don't regret that, but I do feel like a part of me was trying to make myself seem like someone that I wasn't. And I realized that through trying to like put on somebody else's clothes in a way, like seeing the lifestyle that I thought was so cool and like trying to make it my own, I realized like it's not my own. And I think that just trying to mimic somebody else's video style or vibe, like it's not going to make you happy. Like, I feel like you see people on YouTube and think, oh, if I was just like Elena Tabor or whoever, like, then I'd be happy if I was like her. So I'll just try to like make my life look like hers in my videos. I know that sounds so silly now, like so absurd, but I feel like that is somehow like the conclusion that I came to with YouTube and what I was trying to do in some kind of weird subconscious way. Um, and it just turns out that trying to chase somebody else's lifestyle won't make you happy. You got to figure out what you like to do. I think that can be really difficult, especially when you're burnt out because it can feel like you don't like to do anything. <laughs> you just want to like watch Netflix and cry or whatever. Um, but yeah, I feel like sometimes you have to go through that period of just rest and watching Netflix and crying to eventually learn again what you do like to do. And then you got to embrace that as your own rather than trying to chase somebody else's version of a good life. So that's the first thing I learned is just like, you can't, 
you can't make yourself successful on YouTube or happy in life by like trying to copy somebody else's vibe and doing what they do. Um, you got to find something that works for what you love to do and what your audience also is interested in. So that's kind of my first learning of, of almost killing my YouTube channel. Here's an unfiltered behind the scenes look at recording the creator club podcast. Here's the truth. Sometimes I screw up. I'm reading from outline when I record these episodes, but I like to ad lib here and there. And sometimes I might accidentally tell you that you should be aiming for an engagement rate of 25% when I really meant to say 5%. Or I might tell you to work through brainstorming your niche with a Venn diagram when I really meant to say a web diagram. That's where Descript comes in. With Descript's mind-blowing feature Overdub, you can easily fix mistakes in editing without ever having to record a corrected version. Here's how it works. You create an overdub voice. Then, when you find a mistake in your recording, you can change it from this. This is the exact strategy that you can use to grow on YouTube. To this. This is the exact strategy that you can use to grow on Instagram. In addition to the awesome overdub feature, Descript offers a super user-friendly podcast editing experience that feels just like editing a Word document. Visit the link in my show notes to learn more about overdub and to try out Descript for yourself for free. The second thing that I learned was just because everyone else in the niche does it that way, doesn't mean that you have to. And honestly, I think that was the most liberating realization that I had. I literally felt so trapped. I don't even know how I can explain it to you guys, but I just felt so strongly that the way I saw other people creating content in my niche was not the way that I wanted to be a creator. And I'm not gonna like call anybody out specifically, but I feel like, I mean, y'all probably watch other people that share social media advice and, you know, it's not always the vibe. It's not always, you know, the feeling that you want to have of like, sometimes I just feel like some gurus can really make it seem like they have the absolute authority and they are totally experts and they never make mistakes. And, you know, almost, I feel like there's a bit of a shamey vibe of like, well, why haven't you done it already? You know, like, I feel like by watching some of these videos, about like, oh, here's how to grow. It's so easy. You just do that and that. I've done it. It's so easy. Then as a viewer, you're like, oh, well, what's wrong with me that I haven't been able to do it? Um, and I've just never liked that vibe. And I also have never liked the vibe of like, um, just pay me and I'll give you the secret to grow because I've always just felt like, oh, it's so much more complicated than that. Like no one has a secret to grow. And I just don't want to be seen as the 100% perfect gold star standard of what to do on Instagram. Because clearly, as anyone can see, I am not always the best at it. What I am good at, I think, is being brave enough to try, observing trends. And I think, honestly, what I'm best at is encouraging other people. Because I've had so much fun and so much fulfillment in creating social media content on YouTube and on other platforms. I really want to help other people be able to find that joy as well. And so I just think my skill set is not necessarily being the most best Instagram expert ever, but it's encouraging other people how to learn for themselves. I definitely have an interest in social media marketing and how it all works, but really I'm a creative at heart 
and I want to tell stories and encourage people and make them laugh. And I feel like what I realized is I need to find a way that I can express both of those interests and just simply chasing the algorithm and trying to almost put myself into that guru box was not working for me. So I feel like both these first points are kind of two sides of the same coin. I really felt like lifestyle entertainment creators were kind of like the opposite of like guru education creators because I feel like education creators kind of base the their premise on being an expert and knowing more than you and like entertainment creators kind of base their whole premise on being relatable, like being the same as you. And so I, I saw those really as opposites and I felt like, oh, I'm not loving the guru thing. I've got to be a lifestyle creator. Um, and now I've kind of realized I don't think that they're really necessarily opposites. And I don't think that like kind of trying to cram yourself into a certain kind of niche or type of person is really going to be that effective either for growth or just for your own happiness. So I think I overall have just realized that like, I don't need to go to one extreme or the other. I just need to find a way on YouTube to create content that connects with me on a personal and a professional level and with my audience and is content that's going to be valuable to them. So this really brings me to my third realization, which is this, and it's kind of a lesson for you as well. If you are thinking about pivoting, changing niche on any platform, and that is all of this does not mean that you shouldn't experiment, even if you think it might kill your channel or, you know, decrease your views, lose you followers, decrease engagement, whatever it might be. It just means that it might be time to rest and not quit. If you're feeling like you need to pivot, I really want you to investigate why. And here's the thing. If you are thinking about pivoting because your heart's really not in it and you really just feel called to different content, then you should do it. I don't want to discourage you from that. Even if, yeah, your numbers will probably suffer, you need to follow your heart with what you want to create and know that, you know, in time, your audience might come around or you might grow a new audience. But if you are thinking about pivoting simply because you're tired or you're burnt out, just take some time to rest and make sure that you really know what you want to create. I really think looking back this past summer, like when I had this kind of breakdown and I was like, I'm doing something totally different. I think that, you know, I kind of had to go through that to get to where I am now and like learn what I really want to be creating. Um, but I think that I could have been equally as served by just taking a break. And I think people don't realize that's an option quite enough that like, if you need to, you can just like take a month off from Instagram or YouTube or whatever you're creating and see if you can come back feeling more refreshed and and excited. Speaking of that, I wanted to just quickly go through some of the ways that I've been recovering from this really extreme YouTube burnout that kind of led me to killing my channel a little bit. So one of them is taking a break and working less. Really recommend doing that if is it all possible for you. I'm really, really fortunate that my business, Creatorly Media, has grown to a point where I've got an amazing team that can kind of cover for me and pick up the client work so that I was able to work less hours over the summer. So if at all, you can take a break from your content creation to just rest that I think the rest is really what helped me kind of come back around to feeling excited about growing on YouTube again and feeling like I can create some of that content that I'm sort of known for. 
The second thing that really helped me, honestly, is going to therapy. I feel like this podcast is a little bit of a therapy session, just me sharing with you all my thoughts and feelings about this, but um, it's also really good to talk to a professional, not just a microphone, and I have been doing that over over the summer and into the fall, and I found it really effective for identifying that I even was burnt out because I think before I didn't even see it that way. I just thought that I wasn't working hard enough or that, I don't know, I wasn't passionate about that type of content anymore. And I think I was just feeling really freaking burnt out because it turns out I am still interested in social media and content creation. I just needed a break. Imagine that. So anyway, that's how I found therapy really helpful for figuring that out. Another thing that I think can help you work through burnout, um, if you're feeling like you need to pivot and you know, you're just really exhausted with what you've been creating, I would recommend trying out a new hobby. You know, I used to have all kinds of different hobbies before the pandemic started. I used to play roller derby. I would spend time with my friends and family all the time. And I was involved in different community stuff. But then obviously, you know, for good reason, all that stuff got canceled. And I ended up being completely absorbed in my work without much outside of work to kind of add value to my my personality and my life. So I think that if you are feeling too absorbed in your work to the point where you're like burnt out, you feel like you need to like quit and do something totally different than maybe finding a new hobby to add um, some variety to your life. Some spice will help you work through that burnout a little bit. In addition to that, I also have been able to spend more time with friends and family lately. And as a huge extrovert, that has really helped me heal from burnout because I just felt so lonely over the past year and a half. And I think probably a lot of people can relate to that. So just reaching out to the people in your life that hopefully can understand what you're going through is another really great way to work through that so that you can prioritize yourself and not get uh, to the point where you make a rash decision about your YouTube channel. (laughs) Finally, I would recommend if you're struggling with burnout to try to let go of your goals. I think that can be really hard as a content creator or entrepreneur because so many of us are so goal oriented, but it's really helped me to know like, yes, I wrote down these things as new year resolutions at the beginning of the year and I release them. I let them go. I allow them to go uncompleted and that is okay. And there comes a point, whether you pivot your YouTube channel or not, where you need to, you know, let go of those goals and let be what will be. Now that I have a better understanding on how to avoid major burnout and how to maybe avoid another YouTube channel disaster, where do I go from here? And also I shouldn't call it a disaster. I think that every part of our journey is valuable, even if it means you know, creating some videos that don't perform super well or having a, a really, really low engagement rate or whatever. I, I don't want to frame that as a as a failure or a disaster because it's really just a lesson. It's something that we have, you know, experimented with, gained information from, and we can move forward from there. But I just want to say to round out this episode and kind of conclude, you know, what happened to my YouTube channel. I just want to say a big thanks to all of you who have supported me throughout this time. If you've watched my videos this summer, or if you've just stayed subscribed and haven't really watched my videos, that's okay too. I have decided I want to give this all another shot. I feel like we are all humans. We sometimes fall into the trap that the grass might be greener on the other side. But after giving myself three months to experiment, I realized that I really do have a passion in talking about social media strategy and supporting people who are trying to grow their business online. So now I am 
moving into another chapter where I am no longer limiting myself to only doing Instagram tips or only doing lifestyle content, but instead making videos that I think will encourage you and probably encourage me too, mixed in with content that I'm passionate about and just trying to remove that pressure of feeling like I need to be perfect. So I'm going to continue to share tidbits of things that I have learned in my 10 plus years as a content creator and also encourage you on your journey of making content for the internet. I want to continue building community, sharing knowledge, and finding friendship with you all. If you haven't already, make sure you find me on YouTube to follow this new journey and see all my past videos as well. There's lots of great content over there. My promise to you is that I'm always going to be honest and transparent so that as I learn and grow on this weird social media journey, you can learn and grow with me. And if this is something you have gone through before too, just know you will get through this rough season in your brand or business. And hey, you're definitely not alone. Thanks for listening. And I will check in with you all in the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.